Hi folks, this is Matt Peters and this is Cast Today for June 30th. This is the last time that I get to say welcome to Cast Today for 2017. I'm a little happy about that because it has been a very long month. I know you guys know that you've been around and for that I sincerely appreciate. I have a ton of people to thank. I have a lot to get through, but before we go there, there's something that I've wanted to address. This uh, this cast today has been a little bittersweet. Um, I know I've, I've touched on the subject a few times throughout the show so far. And uh, for those in the know, it's just been very obvious. But, you know, when somebody is in your life for so long and then they're gone, there's a noticeable void. So it really did take a little bit more effort than usual to get this cast today to happen this year. And I want to address that a little bit. So around uh, my anniversary with Dee, we lost my grandmother. And it's something that I talked about early on in the show because I was still very raw about it. Our, our anniversary is, uh, is May 20th. And that's right Usually when I'm gearing up for cast today, when I'm getting everything together, the interviews and everything like that, I like to be ahead of the game so it's not last minute. Um, I learned my lesson after those first two years, obviously. But yeah, um, we lost my, my granny, my mom's mom. And longtime listeners of my stuff know that I lost my mom several years ago as well. And I was just a mess. So this was this was fairly close to that not to mention that a couple of months before actually a month before we lost Dolores's grandfather so I want to kind of touch on loss a little bit before we get to the good stuff uh, everybody has lost somebody everybody is thankful for the effect that a certain person or people have had in their lives and not everybody has a podcast not everybody has an outlet like this to express their things. So a lot of times we turn to obituaries, we turn to funeral directors, we turn to people who do this professionally in order to express our grief in a respectful way. So I took the opportunity to speak to Miss um, Davis, who is the mother of a longtime friend of mine. She and her company, actually, uh, they create unique obituaries uh, for parties that are in grieving. And she goes in depth a little bit about the process and what's involved. So I wanted to share this guy, share this with you guys. It doesn't really fit in the normal scope of, of what we've been doing so far. So I saved it for this one so I could kind of, you know, give you guys a little bit of, I don't know, relief at the end of the episode because it's, it's kind of heavy I mean it's it's not a it's not an easy job to do but it's a necessary thing folks want to show their their love for their loved one obviously uh, much like I do and folks like Miss Davis do help in that regard so I'm gonna let you guys listen to my conversation with her and when you come back I promise we're gonna have some fun so I'll see you on the other side 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me once again. This is Matt Peters, and this is Cast Today. I have a very special guest with me this evening. She is the owner of Distinctive Obituaries right here in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we'll make sure to put all the contact info in the show notes for you guys so you can peruse that and click at it at your leisure. My guest today is the one and only Norvell Davis. Hi, Miss Davis. How are you? Thank you, Matt, for inviting me. Oh, thank you for being on. Um, so would you mind telling us a little bit about the services that Distinctive Obituaries provides? Okay, well, what we do is we offer to the uh, community at large um, funeral programs. I know it's not that exciting of a subject, but sooner or later, everyone in their life gets to that point. So um, I suppose I should start by telling you uh, upon the inception of it and why I started a uh, distinctive obituary, which was basically um, because my mom had passed oh. and the funeral director um, showed me uh, different obituaries that uh, they were okay, but they didn't seem to express uh, what I had in my heart at the time. So I created an obituary. After that particular service, the uh, director, which happened to be uh, Brooklyn's Funeral Home, um, wanted me to continue to do a uh, program for them, which I did. Um, this is 30 years ago. I've been doing this for 30 years now. Congratulations. Um, you're welcome. Um, and it, it just evolved from there. Um, after that, um, we went into providing portfolios for other funeral homes, and we do quite a few uh, funeral homes on the south side. We've been blessed with that. Now that's that's interesting. So usually, when uh, unfortunately there's a a party that passes in one's family, there are many things that have to be taken care of. Of course, the the estate is is the big thing. Uh, the the uh, procedures that go along with uh, the burial and all that. The the actual obituaries is something that folks don't immediately think about, but. At what point should people start to to get that sort of thing together? Well, um, these days, uh, and we do have a lot of clients that uh, have come to us over the years, and they recognize the importance of it. Because actually, when you attend a memorial service or a funeral, in general, you're going to walk away from there uh, as the permanent memories from that particular service or celebration of the deceased life you're going to remember seeing them perhaps in a casket, or you're going to have perhaps remember seeing a, a photo enlargement with them. But the thing that you're going to take away in your hand is going to be either a prayer card or a uh, obituary, or some people call them funeral folders. That goes with you. So you want that lasting impression or that last uh, uh, sort of tribute to your loved one to be special. Um, from my point of view, when I started it, I was just amazed at the cost, the very high cost of creating funeral programs. And today, they are very, very, um, a lot of people take a lot of time. They put in a lot of pictures. It's almost like a family album. Mm -hmm. But then you get those particular persons that still want to do something very dignified and quiet, and they don't feel that there's a need to put, you know, that many uh, memories into one particular uh, publication. So I do the whole gamut. Um, so it's never too soon to start. For instance, uh, my aunt, who was like my mom, who we just uh, recently uh, buried, she wrote her own, and it was totally beautiful. Oh. Um, so she left that, uh, 
that gift to us because it's so hard to try to recreate another person's life. We only write down in general what you remember or some facts that you may have, you know, the, the regular facts. But to actually read something that a person actually wrote in their own words is very, very, you know, that's very moving and that kind of thing we like. Certainly, certainly. That's a very good point. Um, I know that you folks, when you work with the families, you take great care in making sure that they're taken care of. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I saw that firsthand. I recently lost my grandmother and you and your daughter, Audrey, were there for me. And, you know, that's sincerely appreciated. Uh, but I want to go back a little bit. I want to talk about uh, you said you've been doing this for 30 years now. And I'm curious, yeah. did you have any type of graphic design background? Did you go to school for that? How did you uh, know where to begin? Well, when I first. Uh, well, I should say, yeah, I guess if I started anywhere, is when I was a little girl, my father, he, he had the gift of being able to draw. And so as a child, uh, myself and my brothers, et cetera, we all tried to draw. And, uh, and being that drawing and those type of things is a gift. That is true. Um, that is you, true. <laughs> you either are really good at it and you know that as a child, um, or, you know, you, you just can get by. So I learned early that um, I had an artistic sort of a flair. So actually, my, my, my original background is I'm a registered nurse. I still keep that up to date, but I rarely work as a nurse. Oh. I haven't worked as a nurse in years and years and years. And uh, the reason that distinctive obituaries came to bear, not only because of my mom, but Audra was young, my daughter. She was young, and I wanted to be more of a uh, stay-at-home mom and work through a cottage industry. So this is what I created to make that happen. That's very, very smart. Very good thinking on that. Definitely. Um, now, you mentioned that you used to draw a lot as a child. Was there anything that you liked to draw in particular? Were you fond of any specific cartoons that you really got into? Or were you just drawing what you saw? Um, I think I was more of the type of person who drew what they saw. I liked faces and those type of things. Um which is probably why I'm so, uh, my team calls me very picky when it comes to photograph and capturing that thing, as I call it. Uh, you can look through a million pictures, and then one will just, will just speak to you. And it's, it's like that thing. And when I'm talking with families and they're going over their pictures and reviewing pictures that they want in a program, there's a certain look that, say, your aunt or your mom or your dad had, mm -hmm. and all they had to do was just, give you that look and it didn't have to be good or bad or in different way but it was their signature look so there's certain photographs when we're going through and we're looking at with programs um the family will be able to identify that look so we spend time with them to make sure at least the the uh, front picture of a program kind of uh demonstrates not just maybe you know the the type that you go to a photographer and he might prop you this way and prop you that way. Well, that looks kind of props, right? Mm -hmm. So that look and that thing, we try to identify that and make sure they utilize those programs, within, those type of pictures within their program. So maybe that goes back to the artistic thing from a child, uh, looking at facial features and grabbing things that were just, you know, unique to individuals. Certainly. And so I, I hope I'd say that. I'm glad that I'm glad that you folks put that much thought into it. So, of course, without naming any names or, or any identifying uh, topics here, um, what's the most unique request that you've been given in your career? 
so far what has been I don't know there's been a lot I suppose for me because uh, I've seen a lot of things <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I've uh, did programs with now this is it may seem unusual but I've done at least four or five of them where people like were very fond of their pets oh. so their pets were not only buried with them but they were an integral part of the design of their program oh their my goodness program. Mm-hmm. yeah so I thought that was very, very, um, you know, that, that was special. I, I'm a pet <laughs> owner. Um, none of my pets, I hope, to be buried with me. But yeah. you know, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be a request. But they're like your children. So I felt that so deeply in each one of the cases that we did. And actually, the, the programs were, they were remarkable. I love them. So, yeah. That's that good. That would be unusual. I mean, everybody loves a cute dog or cat or something like that you know i know that everybody loves bemo when they come over and meet them they just want to pick them up and and snuggle them and everything like that so yeah (laughs) Yeah. i I can imagine that people really form that close attachment especially later on in life you know somebody's spouse may have passed away and the pet is really all they have to keep them company so they get that bond i totally i totally get that so it's completely understandable (laughs) but yeah here's another thing too which is interesting when um, our family uh, dog, we've had several uh, now, you know, they stayed with us years and years, and then they passed on. We created um, a funeral program for our last dog, Dainty, and she was the English master. Mm. And um, a um, kind of a tribute, Audra did too, you know, of course, online. And it, it was amazing to me how many people wanted a picture of Dainty. Yeah. Mm. We called her Dainty Bear. So like I said, she was the English master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the great loves of my life. <laughs> well, Miss Davis, I sincerely appreciate you taking the time to speak with me mm-hmm. on this episode. Um, thank you so much, and thank you folks for listening. Again, I'll put all the links and everything. So if you have need to get in touch uh, with Miss Davis's group, you can just click there and it'll take you right to it. All right, folks, thank you so much for listening. I'm Matt Peters for Miss Davis saying, Stay mighty. Are you still there? I know, I know. It's kind of a downer right now. And yeah, rightly so. I understand and I appreciate it. You guys, thank you so much for sticking around. And I promised you it was going to get fun after that. So I'm going to do something right now that's either going to put a big smile on your face or it's going to make you groan audibly, maybe even both. I'm going to take you back to the year 2016. I'm going to take you back to Cast Day 2. There was a certain earworm that you were probably just now getting out of your head. Something that I certainly am just not getting out of my head because I listened to every episode. Why? Because I was on every episode. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the return of the Cast Day theme song. He came from another planet to bring the fun. So put on your earbuds and get in your bunk. It's cast today, it's here to stay, don't act like a punk. It's cast today, come sail away, and now let's get crunk! Matt Peters! Matt Peters! Matt Peters! Matt Peters! Matt Peters! Oh good, I know the true fans are still here. So, first and foremost, I would like to thank every one of you for listening to the show this year i had a great time doing it cast today is definitely 
an endurance thing, but I got to say, it gives me the opportunity to do things that are out of the norm for me. I got to hang out with some folks that I normally don't see. I got to talk to some family that I normally don't really get a chance to chat with too often. I got to talk about all these amazing things that I saw going around Chicago and just around the world. And you guys were along for the ride. And I sincerely appreciate that, especially those of you that tasted odd things with me uh, this month. It's it's been interesting, man. I gotta say, I, there's there's no better way to describe it. It's just been a trip. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for allowing me to ramble on in your ear for at least 20 minutes a day. So, my next uh, my next order of business, of course, is to thank Mitchie Troda. She jumped on this project with me from the inception of Cassidy Three. She gave me an amazing list of people that she said that I needed to talk to, folks that I had to have on the show. And some of those folks have been the most popular episodes. They've been featured on the most popular episodes this season. So she's got great intuition. And that's why, Mitchie Trotta, I am proud to have you as an associate producer on this show. Um, she does all kind of great stuff, as you guys know. You listen to the podcast, you understand. Uh, I would also like to thank Brandon Chase for just making the logo out of a conversation we were just chatting online and he was like you know what are you thinking of and i told him about some ideas that i had some wild stuff just off the wall and by the end of our 10 minute conversation he gave me the completed version of this year's cast today logo which i proudly wore as i went around the city and interviewed people uh it was it was a lot of fun and a lot of folks really dug that shirt they dug the design so thank you brandon for that uh, thank you, Velasef, for the music. Thank you, Puldora, for the music for these past few episodes as well. Folks have been digging that. I've been digging that. It gives me a reason to get in there and do this audio every day. I never get tired of hearing this music. Versus the universe, you guys did a great job on the theme last year as well, but it was a little self-serving, if I got to be honest. <laughs> so that being said, um, there are so many people that I need to thank. All my guests, of course. Uh, I thank... Uh, my brother Michael, I uh, thank Joe Martin for the artwork that I've been using uh, this this season as well that I've just kind of been borrowing a little bit here and there pieces, but for the majority, uh, the, the, the mock-ups did uh, just basically come from random ideas that I'd have after cutting up the podcast, or just stuff that I wanted to play around with, so yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely an experience this time around, and I plan to do more. I've gotten some great opportunities that will reveal themselves in the coming months last year at the end of this whole thing i was on the cusp of debuting since last we spoke since i started cast today this year the support through donations of coffee and just telling me and mailing me you know these interesting vernaculous items for me for me to try the outpouring support has been overwhelming you guys have been great the numbers are way up, almost bigger than the entirety of what I did on, on my previous show. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to keep this going. Uh, like I said, I, there are so many people that I want to get to that I couldn't get to this season, unfortunately, because there are only 30 days and I only got to sleep maybe two hours a night at best. But we're going to talk to them. If you guys have anybody anybody in the world that you want me to reach out to i will do it i will put a microphone between us and i will have a conversation because i love doing it 
And uh, yeah, definitely. I've got some suggestions already that I'm working on. So stay tuned. Since Last We Spoke is the podcast. Since Last We Spoke is the station that you can turn to. Uh, we are on Google Play. We're on iTunes. We're on basically every podcast provider. Podbean has been great. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> so thank you guys again for listening to the rambling. Uh, Spokecast is the Twitter account. If you are so inclined to tweet me, I'll talk to you again very soon. I promise. And once again, as always, stay mighty.
Thank you.